Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com hill varsity club is opening in omaha this may and is hiring for all hospitality positions do you love elevated food exciting events and having fun at work join our team by applying today at hillvarsityclub.com hill varsity club will feature a next level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer HVC this May. Apply for all front or back of house positions now at HailVarsityClub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. I am Sadie. I am Sasha. And today we're going to talk about fucking injuries. Mm. It's a mental health check, by the way. And I think we're just going to call this episode fucking injuries now. (laughs) Um, While they're preventable for the most part, injuries are bound to happen at some point in your athletic career, no matter what your athletic career looks like. You're Mm. bound to be sidelined by some sort of fucking annoying injury at some point. It's going to happen. It happened to both of us in the last six months. It sucks. But it's life. Fucking hated it. (laughs) So uh, we're going to talk about that this week. Uh, There's a lot of mental game that you need to bring with yourself when you are coming back from an injury. Mm. Um, Obviously, you have to take care of the body part that you injured, but you also need to make sure that your brain's good. Mm. Because if your brain ain't good, you know the rest of the story. The rest of it's bullshit. Yep. So how how do you come back from an injury without adding even more problems? Uh, so basically, you're injured. Now fucking what? Welcome. Like, what, what, what do I do now? Uh, first of all, if needed, you're going to want to consult your doctor to figure out the severity of the injury and what your next steps are from a medical professional. This includes physical therapy if you have to consult with a physical therapist. Yeah, so if you need to go see your GP and then they tell you to go to a specialist, go to the specialist. Mm-hmm. Um, I skipped the GP entirely when I got hurt because I knew what I needed needed a knee specialist so like I just went to step two um but when you go talk to somebody be very specific talk about you know these are the pains I'm having this is what I've been doing to try to combat it I've been taking this when you're injured but in any situation especially in the medical situation you need to be your own best advocate that Mm -hmm. is so fucking important to advocate for yourself because if you don't do it who's going to exactly um thing that I do I always take my husband with me Mm-hmm. Phil's always there just in case because I have really bad social anxiety and have a hard time making a decision in a crunch sometimes. So I need that extra person there to be like, does this make sense to you? And he'll like nod and I'll be like, cool. Um, <laughs> and we're going. Yeah. And we're doing the thing. But uh, don't don't fucking like just, oh, it's just nothing. My knee's just sore. 
If your knee hurts for more than a couple of days, it's probably a problem. Mm -hmm. If your back hurts to the point where you can't breathe or it makes you cry when you swallow, there's probably a problem. (laughs) Like, go see the doctor. Pay the professional. They're there for a reason. We'll say this a couple of times through this episode, but pain is your body's way of telling you that something's wrong. Uh It's not an annoying thing that happens. It's your body literally telling you like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, let's, and, let's look into this. And outside of certain situations, like there are disorders where you can have chronic pain and all mm-hmm. that jazz. But for the most part, you're not supposed to live with pain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the yeah. thing you'll learn about living with pain is it makes you really fucking cranky really mm-hmm. fucking quick. Yes, it does. Yes, it certainly does. <laughs> God. Like, don't, you're just, you're hyper bitch all the time. So after you've talked to your doctor um, or your, you know, your specialist, whoever you've talked to, they're going to tell you to take it easy. So here's what they mean by taking it easy. According to WebMD, you shouldn't return to your sport or activity until the pain, swelling, and stiffness has improved a lot. Pushing yourself too soon is going to make your recovery take longer Mm -hmm. and might make your injury worse. So this is why we say wait to get a green light from an expert. Example, a couple months ago, I tried to ride the air bike for the first time because I was like, okay, my knee's feeling pretty good. I can go down the stairs. I lasted eight fucking seconds on my air bike. Yeah. Came back two months later. I can do up to 45 RPM, like five to 10 minutes. I'm not pushing it right now, but mm-hmm. like I can at least ride a bike now. So give yourself time to heal. You wouldn't yep. think that that eight weeks is going to make that big of a difference, but I could literally go for eight seconds and now I can go as long as I want. Right. And I'll share my story here in a little bit, but that is like, don't go back and rush into things. Yeah. Listen to what your doctors or your medical professionals are telling you. So when your pain, swelling, et cetera, improve, you shouldn't go full bore back into the activities that you were doing before, period. (laughs) Like, don't do that. It's not a good idea. You really need to ease back in. You may have lost some strength. Uh, You may have gone down in your run times. You may not be able to run at all at this point. Maybe you can only walk. And you'll be able to get back to where you were Initially, before injury, if you're patient and give your body enough time to reacclimate itself. There's that word. Uh huh. Patience. Yes, patience. We're, we're going to say that quite a few mm-hmm. times. So put that on your bingo card for this week's episode. So a good rule of thumb, again, this is according to that WebMD article, which is linked in the show notes, um, is to come back at about 50%. 50% of your normal level and only increase your activities 10 to 15% each week. There is always a caveat, yes, <laughs> especially here. Um, that caveat being that if you haven't had any of the symptoms of your injury flare up, then continue to add the 10 to 15% every week. If you yeah. have a flare up, back it back down. Yep. Um, there's no shame in knocking it back down because your body's not ready yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are not going to find any joy in a workout of pushing your body through something that it's not ready for yet. Mm -hmm. Trust us. We know this. Um, yeah. (laughs) Learn from this podcast. In a few moments, I'll tell you exactly why. (laughs) We were, we were originally thinking about naming this podcast, learn from our fucking mistakes. Uh Um, yes. However, (laughs) me head test kitchen sounded better and looks way better on a t-shirt. Yes. Um, but yeah, don't, don't expect to be able to come back and be full strength right away. Even like Mm -hmm. Olympic caliber athletes, they hurt their back or a CrossFitter fucking, you know, Brooke Wells dislocated her fucking shoulder at their last CrossFit games. Do you think she was overhead squatting six weeks after she, no, she was rehabbing. Yeah. She's probably still (laughs) rehabbing to some extent. Yep. Like don't, don't push yourself. There's pushing yourself, but then there's being a jackass. 
Don't yes. be a jackass. That's that's where your ego comes in yes. and you're pissed off because yes. you had to back down and you know where you were at. It yeah. doesn't mean that you're not going to get back there. It just needs means that you need to be patient because if you re-injure yourself, you're going to be out for longer and then you're going to be even more pissed off. Yep. You start the vicious cycle all over again. Uh-huh. So just try to avoid that as much as you can. We talk yeah. about the importance of a proper warm-up and good stretching, but you really want to make sure that you're warming up before your workouts walking, running, air bikes, some light rowing, whatever, elliptical, we don't care. Just make sure that you're getting some good cardio in for five to 10 minutes to get your muscles warm, Mm -hmm. a good dynamic stretch, and then go fucking lift. That's going to help you avoid getting re-injured faster than anything else. Oh yeah. And good form. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine going into right after injury, going in cold? Mm -hmm. Hell no, dude. Mm -hmm. That just sounds painful. Like saying it out loud, warm up. And then when you're done, make sure that you're stretching because you want to long, your muscles are already warm. They're already been um, put under pressure. Stretch them out. It'll help you in the long run. Mario is just pacing. He's like anxious everywhere. Right now. Yeah. He's like the most anxious dog ever. Buddy. I don't know. It's, it's so cold outside. It's snowing. It's snowing. <laughs> um, so the next thing you're going to want to do is mentally prepare yourself. And this is super important because I fucking was not mentally prepared. <laughs> uh, More on that in a moment. Don't forget how you got injured to begin with. Ask yourself some questions on how you got there. Did you warm up enough? How was your form? Were you pushing yourself too hard beyond your body's limits? Were you ego lifting? Did you make time and take adequate rest periods between sets after working out? Did you have an active recovery day, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That, that list can go on and on and on. And even sometimes you can check all those boxes and still fucking get hurt. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so if you're doing everything right and you still got hurt, you're not a fucking moron. There's nothing wrong with you. Bodies are weird mm-hmm. and sometimes they fucking break. Yes, yes. Just be mindful of and, and kind of take the time to reflect on what what happened prior to injury to get you there. There, mm-hmm. I'm going to share my story in a minute. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> uh, but key, but Sadie's injury is, is more, you know, one of those, it's like a fluke thing, man. Yeah. So keep in mind that most injuries are temporary. You'll have to be patient. There it is again. Listen to <sighs> your true. body. That's the third time we've said that and go at it slowly. That's like the fourth time now. This can fuck with your head, but try your best not to let it. Yeah, because nothing is worse than like crushing your fucking training to get hurt (laughs) to realize that you can't lift anymore. So Mm -hmm. I I talk about the most fluke fucking. Okay, I've played (laughs) basketball. I've played softball since I was, I don't know, in third grade. Both of those sports are really rough on your knees. And, um, I've, I've had a meniscus tear in one or both of my knees that never got fixed because medicine at the time was different. Parents didn't care. Like it was, it was a whole bunch of different things. Like, yes, my parents didn't care. They didn't want to fucking get it fixed. I'm very fucking adamant about this and I will die on that hill. However, (laughs) um, so I pinched my infra, infra patellar fat. So you have a fat pad under your kneecap. Mm-hmm. We all do. It's probably a couple inches. It's a couple inches thick. And it just, your kneecap, your patella sits right on it. So it's this extra cushion that goes between the bones in the lower leg and your femur. Well, what happened was the fat got pinched while I was running. Were my mm-hmm. hips too tight? Maybe. Did mm-hmm. I stretch before I did it? 
Yes. Did I ride the bike for 15 fucking minutes before I got on the treadmill? Yes. Did I injure myself in the second 200 meters of my fucking workout? Also, yes. (laughs) Like, you can do everything right and still fucking get hurt because your gait was just a little bit off sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, I was wearing good shoes. I was wearing my best running shoes. I've literally run in them like three times, and Mm -hmm. I will never run in any shoes again because my doctor's like, please stop doing that. I was like, okay. When a doctor tells you to quit running, you say... Okay. Okay. With a smile on your face and leave. Um, So like I pinched my knee fat. Well, this was like a week and a half before we were getting ready to go on a two week vacation because this was the part of pandemic last year where like we were like, hey, we can go live for like two and a half weeks. So it happened to be the two weeks that we had planned to go on this destination wedding with our friends that was planned years in advance. So it's not like I can... I could have done it and it would have been fine, but I didn't want to be like, I can't go. I hurt myself. Mm -hmm. A, I had a shit ton of money racked up in that fucking trip. B, I would have felt like a dick, but (laughs) traveling with a knee brace sucks. So I couldn't go to the doctor yet because I wasn't going to get into the specialist until after we would have got back from vacation. So I went three fucking weeks where I just like was miserable. Mm -hmm. I was medicated all the time. Um, I constantly had ice on my knee. Um, I literally like, I left our hotel beds for a grand total of maybe 12 hours on that entire vacation. Yeah. Because I couldn't go anywhere. Like it hurt to walk. It hurt to stand. You just don't, you can't do anything when you hurt your knee. So I was like, okay, well then I can't fucking lift. There's no fucking way. There's no way. I can't even lock my knee to do an overhead fucking shoulder press. You can't lift. I was like, this is, this is it. I have to take time off, like actual time off. And this is going to suck. Yeah. It's and the mental the mental part of that whole thing, um, if you don't mind me sharing, I know and I'm not speaking for Sadie here, but I know that she struggled mentally a lot. Because when you take something away from somebody because of an injury, like in our, the conversation that we're always going to have in this podcast is going to be fitness related, but something that's fitness related specifically, especially if that becomes like your escape, your yeah. your mental health you know, but also it's it, our jobs at this point. Too. Right. So it was really tough. So like not to put any puns in here, but when you cut your knees out from underneath Dude, you, for real, uh-huh. uh, that sucks. And it, 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 it fucks with you mentally because you know what you're capable of. You know what you were doing. You know how hard you're working and you have a goal in mind. And then your goals, because life have to change. And then you get hurt and then you know how much you're going to backslide because you're going to untrain so much over six months. So like my warm up for, I've started working out again, but my warm ups, A, I'm only working out three or four times a week right now, yeah. like an hour to an hour and a half. I don't want to push it super hard yet, but my warm up is a lot of squat holds because I lost a lot of strength in that left knee because it was locked in a brace for so long. Um, my thighs are completely gone. Goodbye, ass and and quads. <laughs> we hardly knew you, but it was fun to have you while I did. Coming soon, maybe. Right. <laughs> um, but like, I don't have any intention of getting under a barbell to squat for at least another four to six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that and that's being probably that's probably being conservative. But like with anything else, scaling options. Yeah. Right. So you're coming back from injury, especially an injury of that magnitude. You have scaling options, you have body weight, you have bands, you have dumbbells. Like there, I'm the first day. What did you do? Weight, uh, dumbbell RDLs. Yeah. I got a text that was like all caps. 
I used weight today. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. That feeling. But I got to do it. Exactly. (laughs) You're able to move your body in a way that you want to again. Yeah. Regardless of if it's scaled or not. Yeah. And so let's go back to this whole me not going to the doctor thing. The only reason I didn't go to the doctor is because I asked the 18 fucking fitness trainers that I know. um, Hey, so here's my symptoms. It's either a meniscus or it's the infrapatellar fat. And they're like, dude, as long as it's not a ligament, you're fine to go on vacation. Just keep it braced, keep it iced and don't fucking overdo it. That is the only reason I didn't go to the doctor. I was, I was in pain, but I wasn't in life ending pain. It was Mm -hmm. more of an annoyance at that point. Yeah. The pain didn't happen until after I got my cortisone shot. Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. That's another story for another day. But if your doctor suggests that because it's a plan of attack, be open to the things that they suggest. Was I excited to have a needle shoved under my fucking kneecap? Absolutely not. Was it the only thing literally at that point that I could do besides surgery? Yeah. So I fucking tried it. It worked. Yeah, exactly. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, We talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK, and we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, can help you if you're looking for counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, And BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. Um, You can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. No one likes those. Um, Waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Uh, We've talked about that before too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to, um, and talk through some things, it's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com, that's H-E-L-P, slash M-T-K, um, and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of Meathead Test Kitchen. You get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash MTK. So if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help, please check out betterhelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash MTK, and get 10% off of your first month today. So I actually like that our injuries are vastly different in nature and, and occurrence and how they occurred because yours is like that freak thing that happens that could happen to literally anybody. Mine is too, but mine's stupid. Yeah, but a lot of us get hurt dumb ways. Like I was just, we were just talking earlier, like I broke my toe by accidentally kicking a door jam one time when we yeah. lived in PR. I trained through that, by the way. I just couldn't put weight on your toes for leg day, so I yeah. didn't do lots of stuff, but <laughs> I still lifted when I broke my toe. You get hurt dumb ways. Some of the yeah. fun things is telling the stories of how you got hurt after you're not hurt anymore. Cause that's funny. true. Um, so I was going upstairs to get ready for bed and our dog, and you've seen, if you watched our, any of our TikTok lives has this gigantic <laughs> green, like nylon toy. 
It looks like um, it looks like one of those old school eighties oh, yeah. chest exerciser yes. thingies, kind of. It's huge. He's a big. He's a big boy. He's a horse. Um, and it was, and I've had I've had to move it several times since then because every time I see it, I have like, like a flashback. I tripped over it and landed right on my bedside table, which is pretty big size, right on my rib cage, full body weight, like had no control, had nothing to grab onto, landed full on on my side on the corner. And it, it obviously that hurts. And I was like, well, that fucking sucks. I guess I'm going to go to bed now. I woke up in the morning. Holy shit. (laughs) I have a pretty high pain tolerance. Dude. I ha- I sent Sadie a text and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> I am in pain. It was like sharp shooting pain. I could only lay a certain way. And I was like, fuck, did I fucking break it? Because I don't really want to go to the doctor. Yeah, we got to have that conversation. It's like, if you can't breathe, you need to go talk to somebody. I could breathe. It just wasn't like... It hurts to breathe. Great. So I waited. I did the 72-hour thing. I'm going to wait 72 hours and see... It got a little less painful, but it was still really <laughs> painful. So I it's called urgent care and I was like, do I need to come in? They're like, well, what'd you do? And they kind of, they're like, well, <laughs> that sucks. I'm like, yeah, it does suck. They're like, but <laughs> can if, you help me? If you're not, if it's not sharp pain when you're breathing, which it wasn't, it was just when I'd move certain ways. I mean, you're, and it was higher up on my wrist. It was like so that dull pulsating pain and then yeah. you would move and it was it stabby. Was stabby. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, they they just said it wasn't, you know. Don't don't waste your money, quote unquote, coming in when there's not going to be anything that we can do for a separated rib. It has to heal on its own. Even if it was broken, unless it was in, it, it was like pointy and uh-huh. going to stab you in the lungs, there's nothing they can do for you. Um, so you take aspirin and and you can't do anything. Yeah. If you, if you think he can't lift with a, a something that happens to your knee. Yeah. Wait your till you ribs have a core injury. are attached to Every movement of your body. Yep. Every single one. So I tried to do some banded workouts and I was like, I, I couldn't even squat. I couldn't do, I could not do a plank. No. Uh, I could not do pushups. I, anything over my head was fucking painful. I couldn't fucking do anything. I was so, I was devastated because I was like, See, and now I'm doing the thing where I'm it. laughing at you because you were doing it to me. It's just like, God damn it, you're right. I, I was so <laughs> upset. Yeah, and I got to, I got into this mindset and that's why we put this part of it in there. It's like, I got to this mindset where like, well, I can't do anything. So I'm going to do absolutely nothing. I could walk. I could walk just fine. I didn't want to do that either because I was just like. Pity party. I, I, yeah. Right I here. totally went down into, into Pittsville and just like fucking felt sorry for myself and was pissed off because in my mind i'm like that's the stupidest thing on earth like really you you tripped over a dog toy and now you can't lift at all i mean i broke my elbow as a kid by tripping over a bike pedal and landing (laughs) on a concrete floor so yeah i mean people people fall and fucking hurt themselves in stupid fantastic ways it it mentally i had to i had to finally just pull myself out of it i was like this is okay fine you gotta take i took 10 days off and I started, it started not to be as painful. Like even when I washed my hair, the movement of putting that arm over my head and I'm right-handed, it happened to be on my right side. So that's fucking great. Um, <laughs> but even washing my hair or like putting my oh, razor back yeah. up in the shower hurt a little bit. Got about 10 days to, to two weeks afterwards. And I'm like, well, I'm about to start playing hockey. I got to go to drop-ins or at least go to stick and puck, which is you just bring your stick. It's what it sounds like. You hit a puck. 
around. It's, yeah. it's an open skate with hockey gear on basically. And I went and I was good. You know, I was moving around. I was, you know, I was being mindful of, of twisting cause that hurt a little bit still. And then I went back to reach on my other side and I was like, fuck, I almost landed. Like I almost went down on the ice. It hurt so bad. And I like looked at my husband and I'm like, I got to go. I have to leave right now. I was like, I have a therapy appointment anyway. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I was like, I got to go. Fuck, I got to leave. And he texts me, he goes, are you all right? Is your rib again? I'm like, yeah. He goes, we start playing in like t- uh, two weeks. I'm like, yes, I am aware. I can't do anything for a little bit longer. Yeah. I had to listen to my body. So I didn't do anything for another two weeks. And finally, the first day I was able to actually do some squats and I did some, it was like light banded slash body weight stuff. And I sent Sadie a text. I'm like, I fucking worked out this morning. I did it. I still can't do a plank. I still can't do push-ups. I can't, I'm not even going to try a pull-up, but I can squat. I won't attempt deadlifts yet because it's a little bit different. Yeah, that puts a lot the of pulling motion. Um, is I thought was going to hurt, but I just eased myself back into it. Once I pulled myself out of that dark, shitty place, which happens. I mean, it happens. We all get there. Mm-hmm. It was... And accepted the fact that I just needed to take time off and fucking listen to my body because I didn't want to be out of the gym longer. Now it's, when this comes out, it'll be February 28th. So a full two months. Rib injuries typically take four to, at least four to six weeks to fully heal. I still have, I don't have like searing pain, but every once in a while it'll just feel tight and a little uncomfortable depending on, on what I'm doing. But it's, i I'm deadlifting again. I'm going on percentages. I had to back all of my one rep maxes back. I had to retest those and back there. Oh my God. That day sucked. I am, I am both excited and dreading that fucking day. Um, yeah. So if you have, they also call what happens to me, Hoffa syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, usually without treatment, it doesn't get better. So that's why I had to go to the doctor. Um, yeah. I know that medical care is expensive in this country and that we try to fucking avoid it at all costs. In America, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. um, But sometimes you need to fucking go to the doctor and just suck it up and do it. But uh, the prognosis is eight to 12 weeks or more. Yeah. That's, and that's basically like rib injuries, four to six. It depends on severity again, Mm -hmm. you know, for either one. But when I, I was sure I was frustrated you know, you were frustrated too. Still, we both still can be. I'm, I'm still frustrated that it happened in the first place, but I'm slowly building back my numbers and, and that's fine. Um, but it's worth being patient. Yeah. Um, when I, f- when I finally was like, all right, fine, I got to take about a month off. If I want to play hockey, if I want to get back into the gym, like now ish, I need to fucking just be patient. Patience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I hurt myself at the beginning of June. Um, and I've just started like in the last week and a half started training again. Mm -hmm. So you have, you have two very different scenarios with very different body parts and whatever. But yeah, if you have a knee or shoulder or a back injury or something that you use constantly, like give it time, Yep, give it time, especially your knees, your, your hips, your fucking shoulders, your back, Mm -hmm. because they do a lot of stuff. Yes, they do. Like you can break a finger and still get away with lifting weights for the yeah. most part. I've broken a toe and didn't skip any gym time. Like I just didn't, I didn't train stuff where I'd have to put the weight on my toes at all. Um, I didn't do plyo. I didn't do certain forms of cardio. 
that was it. Like yep. you can train around a lot of injuries, but sometimes there are things that you just cannot fucking train around. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is something I'm going to call out the fucking social media people for a moment. This is something that people on social media, especially athletes on social media, like to talk about how you can just work out and train around an injury. They don't mention that it really fucking depends on what injury it is. And they also don't mention that they have athletic backgrounds of high level activities for many, many years. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot easier for them to fucking bounce back than it is. Not for, to say, mention you. they have they have access to yeah, and the best the personal trainer at their disposal you know, that most people don't. Yeah. yeah. You get, you get top-notch PT. Like, I mean, my knee doctor is the fucking guy that puts together all the athletes' knees in the state. So, yeah. like, I know I'm in good hands. Yeah. Like, I got that recommendation from an athletic trainer for a reason. But you need to make sure that you're giving yourself time. And people on social media like to, you know, hustle life. That's what it's all about. Fuck yeah. the hustle life. You need to fucking rest. We've talked about this before. Maybe that's how you found out about this podcast. <laughs> Me yelling at you that you need to fucking rest. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do it again. You need to fucking rest, especially yeah. if you're injured. Take care of your body. When I was looking up a few articles just to make sure that I had the framework in my head that I wanted to, how I wanted to present this, there are so many articles on there out there about how to come back faster from injury. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's great, but it really does depend on the person. Again, this is where your mileage may vary. There is a t-shirt in our shop. Yes. Um, Shop.herdatmedia.com. Just depends on person. It depends on the severity of injury. It depends on, I mean, honestly, sometimes it can come down to nutrition. Yep. Um, Like we're going to cover that in a second. Like you can't sleep on still continuing to nourish your body or drink water or get adequate rest. Your body is going to heal itself faster if you continue to do at least those things. Yeah. Because I mean, think about it. If you're putting good fuel in your body, you're going to get good output in the recovery aspect. Like exactly. keep investing in yourself. And like, that's a conversation Sasha and I had to have with each other a, because it was both fucking wrecking us, but B because, well, we needed the accountability mm-hmm. and that's what, what are fucking friends for if to keep you <laughs> accountable. Right. Right. So, so like we had that conversation. It's like, all right, then we can't fucking lift. We focus on the work shit that we can do right now while we're laid up. We hit the fucking books. We do that. Mm-hmm. We focus on our nutrition and make sure that we get good, you know, that we're good again. But yeah. we're also, when we talk about thinking about your injury, we're not saying to focus on how you got injured. Like we yeah. don't want you to dwell on that at all. Right. But we want you to think about the circumstances of how it happened so that you can know what you do or do not need to do again in the future. If it was a fluke fucking thing, Make sure that you continue to be bulletproof. Keep stretching. Keep doing your cardio. Keep making sure your ROM is good. Keep doing all of those things. Just because you got hurt in a freak accident doesn't mean that all of your work before was for naught. Exactly. And you still have all that information. I was just going to say the wonderful thing about the incredible thing about your body and your brain is that muscle memory is a sweet, sweet Mm -hmm. joy in this life that we have access to. It sure is. You are going to come back. You're going to get back to where you were. I promise you that. I promise you that. Yeah. You just have to be patient and take your time. Because, again, to reiterate, if you don't, you could re-injure yourself and then you're going to be out longer and then you're going to be more pissed off. Okay. It's cyclical. Yeah. See what you're saying here? Absolutely. Like, so one of my friends played D1 softball and she fucking broke her ankle, like tried to snap her fucking foot off of her leg, sliding into third base, had to have pins. It was really gnarly. Like people sent me the pictures and I was like, I can't look at this. I'm going to puke. But, um, she and I, you know, she, she got on the mend and, you know, I sent her a care package and texted her and everything after she was, you know, bouncing back and I was like are you good and she was like this is fucking hard like I don't 
I like can this just sucks and I was like yeah but this means it's time for the fucking comeback and guess Mm -hmm. what she fucking came back crushed it in her senior year of D1 softball then went and played baseball with the boys last summer before she fucked off to the Netherlands to go play professional softball in a league over there she fucking tried to break her foot off her leg and she went and did that last summer like that's a catastrophic injury Mm -hmm. that is a catastrophic injury and she's back at it again. Yes, she's a high level athlete. Her body right. is used to that. But I'm just saying that you can hurt yourself really badly and still come back and be just as strong as you were before, if not stronger. You have to give yourself the time. Yes, I watched her work out at my house. She came to visit before while COVID time was weird. She needed somewhere to work out. So I was like, yeah, come fucking hang out. I'll clean the garage while you lift and whatever. Busts her ass. Like I don't know that I, my treadmill's been used so much. Yeah. Except for when she would come over to work <laughs> yeah. out. But um like don't count yourself out. Yes. Coming from the queens of counting yourself out, don't <laughs> count yourself out. Right. The whole and the whole point of putting this topic in here is it has two to it's twofold. Prepare yourself mentally to be patient again, okay? But also listen to your body and don't ignore pain. Mm-hmm. Like actual pain, not the no pain, no game, fucking bro. Yeah. Shit. It's your body's way again of telling you that something is wrong. If something doesn't feel right, it may not be right. Yeah. If it feels funky, take a break. Rewarm up. Yeah. And do some more dynamic stretching in that focused area. Like I slept funny last week and you're going to slap me because this is the part where I say I'm old and you call me a fucking bitch because you're older than me. Damn it. I'm almost 38. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) But I slept funny last week and my right trapezius muscle has just been fucking angry. And like every week, like if you can, if you can see the podcast right now, you can see that I have sky cap size fucking bags under my eyes because my sleep this week has been shit because my neck hurts. Yeah. You can't get comfortable. You can't arm up, not comfortable, hugging a pillow, not comfortable, falling asleep like this in the recliner, actually comfortable. (laughs) doesn't make any fucking sense, but don't like give yourself the time. Take that extra time to warm up. I haven't lifted this week because my neck's pissed. So it's like, well, I'm not making any progress on the knee front right now. I guess I'll do some PT while I'm inside. Right. But that's the other thing. You can do PT on your own. If you feel like you're stuck and you can't do anything, try doing some yoga. You can find mm-hmm. mobility, like mobility yoga that you can sit and do. You can do chair yoga if you just feel like you need to take that time for yourself and zen out for a minute. There's mm-hmm. stuff that you can do that may Shit. not also be going to the take gym. a bath and read a book, play video games. Like, dude, there's so many. So, there's so many options out there. We yeah. talk about this a lot. Do a fucking puzzle if you want to. Yeah. If you can, take your dog for a walk. If you can, take yourself for a walk. Yeah. You know it's. You don't have to, it's not completely backwards landslide. Oh my God, I'm starting fucking over. Yeah. yeah I had to back, I had, I retested because I wanted to know where I was at right then. I was fucking disappointed. <laughs> However, it didn't take me that, I mean, it's literally been three weeks and I've already, I'm already pretty damn close to where I was. Yeah. You tripped Give me and, a few more weeks. You tripped and stumbled and fell into a ditch. You didn't trip and stumble and fall off the fucking mouth of the Grand Canyon. Right, exactly. <laughs> like you, you can still setback. crawl out. It's a setback. It's a detour. It's, it's not the yes, end of the world. Yes, exactly. So when it comes to how how do you mentally compose yourself when this, this whole thing happens to you, prepare to be underwhelmed. We've talked about that a lot, but I'm reiterating it because it's important. Prepare to be underwhelmed. You're going to be so fucking happy that you can work out, but you're also simultaneously 
simultaneously going to be so fucking frustrated with the results that you are perceiving that you're not getting in the mm. gym. Mm-hmm. The other important word, perceiving mm-hmm. that you're not getting in the gym. You're there. You're being able to work out for the first time in fucking months. Take that as a win and go. That's one of those small wins we're always Hello. talking about. Celebrate it. At least you're back in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrate that you got to fucking move your body today because there yes. are a lot of people that aren't that fortunate. Exactly. Like, Take it slow yeah remember how amazing like if you have you ever sat and just thought about how fucking incredible bodies are just the physiology and what they do for you without having to think about it like i'm i'm pretty amazed that my skin suit keeps me alive at this point for all the fucking fucking incredible dude bodies are amazingly resilient amazingly resilient but some things need time to heal yeah that includes you, yeah. <laughs> your body, your brain. What's worse than injuring yourself? Fucking again, re-injuring yourself. It's the worst. Don't expect to go zero to 100 in two weeks after you've taken a few months off. Yeah. Like one, oh my God. Just thinking of, no, you're going to re-injure yourself. That's such setting it's up like yourself a guarantee. for failure. There yeah. is a guarantee that you will re-injure yourself if you just go full fucking force. Ah, I used to deadlift 250 pounds and they, no, you're going to blow your fucking back out. Mm-hmm. Take it slow. It's okay. You'll get back there. You, it took, you know how you long like it took you to get there? hamstrings snapping? No, shit. <laughs> you know how long it took you to get there in the first place? Yeah. That shit takes time, as you know. If you have been in the gym, if you've been around, you know that shit takes time. So why would this be different? Why would it be different? Greatness is never instant. And if it is, you should be afraid because it's fleeting if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. There's, there's an episode of King of the Hill where, um, again, hello, I'm going to fucking host a second podcast and it's going to be about King of the Hill at some point. I swear to God, I got to get Mike Judge on board and that's the only fucking way I'm doing it. So Mike Judge, if you're out there, just say it. Um, but there's an episode of King of the Hill where Peggy falls out of an airplane, they go skydiving and her parachute doesn't open and she like, she's fucking broken everywhere. She's in body cast. Um, and she goes to PT and her physical therapist was talking about how the Grand Canyon was built over X amount of time. And it's like, it's such a cheesy metaphor, but it's so great to mm-hmm. see that interaction. Cause it's like, yeah, dude, that shit took millions and millions and millions of years that started as a trickle of water going on a flat rock. And now it's this big ass, beautiful fucking thing in mm-hmm. the, you know, one corner of our country that is majestic and awesome and give yourself time. Great shit takes time. Yep. No exceptions. Period. Even if you're kind of good at something and you might be predisposed to being great at it, it still is going to take you a lot of practice and a lot of uh-huh. refinement. Uh-huh. Yeah. So give yourself the fucking time to get better. Please. Like You owe it to yourself you. at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let your injury give you an excuse to slip into old shitty mm. habits either. And whew, this one's tough. Uh, one of my, I was talking with another, yeah, I was talking with another one of my friends about this, um, not too long ago. So they have MS and he's been feeling really crappy with pandemic. He hasn't been able to work out because his body hasn't been feeling great. He's on new drugs and all this stuff. And he started drinking again Mm. and it's like, dude, and he got to the point where he knows that it's a problem. And he texted me the other day and I was like, okay, cool. So let's fucking do this. And he's already started going to the gym again. He's like, I quit drinking last week. The withdrawals really fucking sucked, but I'm good now. And I went to the gym today and I feel awesome. I have energy again and all of this amazing thing. Like all of these things that he was sad about came back after he quit doing the shitty thing that was sidelining him. So don't do that to yourself. And it doesn't have to be necessarily recreational drugs no. or, or any addictive substance. Could that could be, be, I was just going to say, it could be food. It could be, I don't fucking know. 
staying up all night yeah. and watching porn. Like it could you be, can, you can abuse your body in many different <laughs> ways. It doesn't have to be something that you're ingesting or, yeah. or whatever, you know, mentally, even like that mental game that you play with yourself sometimes too. Like you can self-sabotage like mm-hmm. that is a, 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 it's a habit. Hate to and it's say really it. easy to do. It is. It's really easy to do when you've done it for a long time. We've said a billion times before on this podcast, like building habits. If your patient is a little easier than you know people think that it is, but falling back into old shitty habits is also incredibly easy. God. Even if you've been doing something for a long time that is the exact opposite of that, that is a healthy habit, it could take the snap of a fucking finger for you to go back into shitty habits because yep. it's in the subconscious of your brain. That's it's how com- brains it's work. It's comfy sweatpants for your brain. It is. It is. So just be aware of those things. Yeah. Be don't- aware. Don't don't fuck yourself up mentally if you're already fucked up physically. Like don't right. add, don't add more gasoline to the fire, please. It's no not the end of the world. Shit. You will get back to it. Example being my friend that snapped her foot off almost. You right. know, like she's fucking back at it again and doing all this awesome shit. Sasha's back to lifting weights. I'm back to working out again. Like, and if you'd asked me six months ago, I was like, I'm never going to get to lift a single right. weight ever again. Right. Like I was like, I'm never going to get to squat clean a barbell again in my life still going to be a while, but, but I'll get to you at some point by the time. So here's something and real man, quick. Will it be fucking sweet? When, when I, was I just gonna... up that ugly ass 55 pound squat clean for the first. Time. What I was just going to say is like, uh, before we end this podcast. So something else that you could do in the meantime, while you're injured, the movements that you can do is focus on your form. Mm-hmm. I had to do that. I took most of the weight off of the bar. I've gotten heavier and heavier and heavier, but I focus on my form on all my lifts and baby fucking chef's kiss. I'm so fucking excited to keep moving forward right? and I'm not going to move up and wait until my fucking form looks the exact same at every fucking level of weight to put on that bar. That's something that you can focus on. Yep. You could do that with body weight. Boom, sure baby. Can. You can do, you can do, you know, if your knee is hurting or if your back is hurting and you want to squat that day, get the PVC pipe out and just do yeah. fucking back squats at the PVC pipe. Oh, Go slow. Listen to your body. Like I used to be able to rip off 60 air squats unprompted in no time. Mm-hmm. Like right now I can do like seven, but I'm That's also still just, better than none. It is. And I'm also able to actually walk the stairs like a normal person. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yes. Like it doesn't take me 20 years. That Sasha's like, thank fuck. It takes this bitch 30 minutes to get downstairs right now. And it did like, yeah. I'd rather just throw myself down them because it was quicker. But, you know, don't do that. Again, don't sabotage yourself. One more thing from your mama's at Meathead Test yeah, Kitchen. Yeah, no shit. Don't Listen forget to your mom to, friends. <laughs> don't forget to eat well. Drink plenty of water. Get some fucking rest when yeah. you're coming back from an injury. Taking it slow is important, of course. But so are all of the other tiny pieces that you've put together on your journey. All of that stuff is still important. We've talked about it. it when you When you are working out in the gym, you want to recover. You want to treat your body well. You want to feed it good things so that it does recover better. Mm-hmm. An injury is no different. Actually, an injury makes it more fucking important. Uh, absolutely. So I guess if you want to really focus on something while you're injured, focus on your nutrition, and then that'll be fucking spotless by the time you come back to lift and you right? can be a felt god or goddess again <laughs> in no time. And we've mentioned trusting and falling in love with the process before on this podcast, but it's no different when you're coming back from injury. You're yeah. still trusting the process. It just might take a little longer. Patience, patience. Buy merch from us, please. Yeah. We love seeing people in our merch. 
Dude, nothing is better than scrolling through your Instagram feed to see your fucking podcast logo on one of your friend's viral videos. Like, yeah, that's pretty awesome. cool. Um, also, follow us on all of the social channels if you are not currently. We're at Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere, but including Twitter. TikTok, Twitter. Twitter, we're empty gay staff, yep. but let's be honest, we're all doom scrolling in Twitter at this point, so it's best I to just stay go. away. I just can't. Just stay oh, away. And don't forget, this will be the last podcast episode. Oh, yeah. That you can vote for us in the uh, podcast. Yes. Uh, Sports Podcast Awards. Sportpodcastawards.com. Um, we are in the best. We're up for best fitness podcast um, in winning. that category. So we're please, winning. if you have not yet. Yes, you do have to sign up. No, they don't send you a bunch of junk no, emails. You just create an account. And then you can go listen to our little highlight thing that we put together and vote for us there. Um, voting ends March 6th. So please yes. go do that for us. We appreciate you so much for everything. Thanks for 10,000 on TikTok. And 50,000 lifetime downloads. Yeah, we had a lot. So Man. spoiler alert, we had a lot of great news last week. And it's one of those things where like, I'm just sitting here waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm like, there's too many good things going on right now. What's happening? Yeah. Anxiety brain. So yeah, thanks for... Plus a thousand followers on Instagram. Thanks for ten thousand on TikTok. Thanks for fifty thousand fucking lifetime. Fifty thousand, fifty thousand downloads of our fucking podcast, dude. Can you believe it? We're totally Midwestern goodbying this, but yeah. I don't care. <laughs> it's amazing, and thank you for all of it. You're fucking awesome. We love you. Yes, Meathead Test Kitchen out. out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.